thing is, I think it's a, um, a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. Do you have old blood? And also, what's the latest Facebook scam that's out there right now? And how do you steal a car by using its headlights? And why you should not brush your teeth after having coffee in the morning. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you getting along with everyone? That's all I care about is if you're getting along with everyone. Well, I'm not getting along with someone, so that's why I want to make sure you guys are getting along with people. I actually got into a... I don't want to say a discussion. I don't want to say it was an argument. I don't want to say it was being scolded. Now, as you guys know, we live on, you know, 20 some odd acres here on the, on the property and we have horses and all that stuff and we have chickens. We have a brand new flock of chickens and our neighbors next door have chickens. They also have five kids uh, that can help them take care of the property. Uh, three girls, three boys. Uh, the young, youngest one being four years old. I think the oldest one is like 21, 22 years old. So they got a house full of people over there. Now, when they first move in, I think they've been here for probably maybe five years now the second youngest boy was probably six seven years old maybe cute kid ran around and you know he's how tall is a seven-year-old like three foot ten or something like that well this past summer he has shot up easily a foot and a half i mean easily a foot and a half and he's 10 11 years old now but he's still got that child mentality the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, he would come over and, you know, uh, Mr. Deacon, Mr. Deacon this, Mr. Deacon that. Can I come over? Can I do that? He would ask to come over to the property. Now that he's got a little bit older, a little bit bolder, a little bit wiser, if you if you can want to stretch that out. But he, uh, some of his chickens on his property get over into, they hop the fence, the chickens do, hop the fence and they get over on our property, which is fine. They don't bother us. Our chickens run all over the place. I know, chicken talk. So he would come over and try to catch his chickens and bring them back to his side of the property. Now, in doing that, you physically, I don't know if you ever tried to catch a chicken on open <laughs> in an open field. It's, it, they don't just sit there. You know, They don't just come to you like a puppy dog or anything like that. They run from you, and they run fast, and they run fast, and in all different directions. They zig and zag and zag and zig. They could you know, play for the NFL that you could follow their footsteps. So when he comes over and he goes to grab you know, his one or two chickens that came, come over here, he's disturbing our flock. And I say disturbing our flock. Our chickens are pretty much dumb for the most part. You know, you can walk around them. They'll come up to you. You know, if you got scratch or something you could throw on the ground, they'll, they'll hang out. They won't run from you, but when you come over like a madman and now you got these this kid, this 11-year-old kid with these big, long E.T. arms and he's <laughs> running around trying to catch these chickens that are his and try to decipher his chickens from our chickens, you know, it stirs up the flock. And then when he leaves, like the flock is just like in angst. They're all, they have agitas, like my wife would say. And so I'm like, you know, hey, Micah, Stop, do not stop chasing the chickens around. You're disturbing our chickens. <laughs> People with chickens out there understand what I'm saying. So the other day, he comes over and he does the same exact thing. One o'clock in the afternoon and uh, he's running around. And I'm like, I said, I yelled at him. You know, fucking stop, <laughs> stop. And I don't want to cuss at him because he's a kid. So I'm, you know, I'm like, stop, stop right now. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to get her chickens, Mr. Deacon. All right, let's do this. 
when they go up in the coop at night, because all our chickens are trained when the lights go down or when the sun goes down on my side of town. I think I got a song there somewhere. The chickens march right up into the coop and they get on their little perches and they go to bed. And these chickens are no different. His chickens are no different than ours. They'll do the same thing. So they go up in our chicken house. I said, now look, I said, it's dark. It's not dark. It's like, you know, seven o'clock or something like that. And I said, look, you open this door, you can jump inside the chicken house because we keep it about two feet off the ground, and you can walk around in the chicken house. I said, go over there, grab your chicken, grab whatever chickens that are yours, and come out. See how much easier, how much calmer this is? Now, I said, you can't do this unless myself or Mrs. Deacon is out here. I don't want to catch you you know, rummaging around in our chicken coop because my dad <laughs> will come out and blast you. He don't know who you are. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. I said, are we clear? All right. No more chasing our chickens around in a circle and disturbing the new flock that we have. We, we haven't migrated the two flocks together. We have a flock over here and a flock over here. And the, the one flock's fenced in because they're still babies. I said, so now everyone's calm, right? Everyone's calm. I said, do not come over here again unless I'm out front or I'm, I'm outside. Okay, I'm sorry. So he goes home and I'm like, and I've had a couple beers and I'm like, oh God, I hope I didn't come off like an asshole. <laughs> so the next day I see his dad, he's outside mowing the lawn and we kind of just catch up and chit chat in the front yard. I'm on the, I'm spreading seed out in the yard and uh, he goes, uh, comes over, hey, what's going on? I'm like, not much. Micah say anything to you? <laughs> he's like, no, why? I, and I explained to him what happened. I said, so I don't know if I hurt his feelings or anything, but just to let you know, this is what happened. And... He's like, gosh, he's a kid. He'll, he'll outgrow it. You know, he'll get over it. And he goes, it's probably his mom telling him to go out there at one o'clock in the afternoon to get our, get his chickens out of our property. Cause they think that they're bothering us. They don't bother us. They're, they're fine. We're, we're the easiest, most laid back people in the world, except for these two fucking dogs across the street that bark all day long. <laughs> That's the only thing. Arr, 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 arr. You know, living out in the country, you expect certain sounds, but Jesus Christ, shut your fucking dogs up. Keep control. God, rather live in the city. Oh, it's so much stress. I know. Oh, ow. Listen to you. You got all this acreage and all this open land. You complain about a couple animal noises. I got to worry about being shot in the backyard. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. Each to his own, I guess. All right, guys, stick around. We got a big show to get into. Lots to talk about. I promise I won't talk about chickens anymore. But that was just a little thing that happened this weekend. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I just got tired of it. I just... You know, they've been great neighbors, and I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I just wanted to get that off my chest. All right, guys, stick around. we got a big show to get into, lots to talk about. And, uh, you know, be careful. There, There's a new way of stealing cars out there, and they're going through your headlights. Now, how do you get through your headlights? Well, I'll explain all this to you, and it all has to deal with a Bluetooth speaker. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling... Comes to my door, the whole world turns. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Check out what's new. This is about what's going to happen. The setup. Call. Four oh seven seven. Four four eight 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 eight. Zero zero. Zero zero. Please leave your message for Jason Owl. Hello. The hard drive. It crashed. Call 407-448-8800. I've got the migraine and my pain will range from... 
Deacon Live now presents you another C-Note Bentley Slim. record creation. This is C-Note Slim, an exciting new artist making waves in the music industry. Strong will and determination pushes him. This is his latest song, Faucet. For more information, check him out over at ProfitRadio.com. Like I got a faucet, I don't need with, I don't know what it cost it. I put sticks on my pocket, she lost. I don't like the rolling no more, you could toss it. See what y'all want, I could do better. I'm stacking new money, I'm getting new cheddar. I'm flexing too much and you fed up. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Follow us on all our social contacts, and the way you do that is to go to uh, Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts up there. You can find all the places that we're at. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, and all the different platforms that you can physically download each podcast. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, thank you very much. They pay the bills here. If you're listening to us on Spotify, well, we get a little bit of chunk from them as well. We appreciate you guys and anyone listening to us out there. We thank you all together for downloading us and taking the time to give us your ear. Now, we're getting into springs right around the corner, so we're getting into the warmer months now. Now, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a little town called Marshville, North Carolina, uh, the home of Randy Travis. Yep, Randy Travis came right from our back door. He lives about a couple of houses down the road from us, or lived at one time. I don't know if he's still there or not. I think his mom and dad still live there. Small little town, 2,500 people, and we've got a lot of backwoods stuff going on here. We got, you know, big old ponds and big old runoffs and stuff. We're not built on top of each other, so we have all this natural standing water around the property. A lot of cornfields out here, a lot of chicken houses out here, uh, but for the most part, you know, people leave us alone. It's kind of quiet, except for the neighbors and the dogs and the animals and everything else. And I just want peace and quiet. Anyway, all right. But with the standing water, uh, when the temperature comes out, you know, there are bacteria and stuff that ends up in the, the standing water. So, you know, you get ringworm and all that stuff. So a California man dies from a flesh-eating bacteria after chasing his dog into a pond. This is what happened. A California woman is urging the public to avoid standing water after she says her son was infected by a flesh-eating bacterium and then died. Jeff Bova, 41, died Friday after he waded into a standing water with a small cut on his right arm last month as he chased his dog into the pond. Stay away from standing water, she says, especially after it rains because there is a ton of bacteria in it. If you get any kind of cut or starts getting red, go to the doctor immediately. Don't wait. Bova was diagnosed with necrotizing fascia. It's often a deadly infection that spreads quickly, killing the body's soft tissues. Symptoms include warm skin, red or purplish areas of pain and swelling, including beyond the the affected area, followed by fever, fatigue, and vomiting. Jesus Christ, even the treatment up to one in three people with necrofasciitis dies from the infection. Oh, God, that's a killer. 700 to 1,100 cases were recorded every year. So for more on the story, we're going to listen to this news article. Uh, And don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video, and you can see this in real time as we're talking about it here on the show. So let me switch to camera four, get a screen capture here, and you can watch this in real time as we're talking about it here. Across San Diego after all the rain we've gotten recently, but you don't want to get too close because you never know what might be lurking in the water. Jeff Bova chased his dog into a pond that the rain created three weeks ago and picked up a flesh-eating bacteria. He got some water on an open wound and it caused the infection. Jeff's mom, Susan, says the infection started as a small red spot on his 
his arm became swollen and then turned into something much worse. Oh, it was just, it was nasty. Jeff didn't like going to the doctors and tried to heal him. <laughs> he doesn't look like a fit guy here. He couldn't handle the pain anymore and went to the hospital. It was too late. He died two days later. Uh. It's hard. And everything just happened so fast. The bacteria that killed him is called necrotizing fasciitis. Infectious disease doctor Shweta Warner says it's not contagious and is rare but serious. This bacteria kills 20% of the people it infects. It enters the body through your broken skin barrier and it quickly reproduces in your tissue, moving through the tissues very rapidly and giving off toxins. Dr. Warner says strep A, the bacteria that causes necrotizing fasciitis, is often found in warm brackish water. It's especially dangerous for people like Jeff with weaker immune systems. Susan's message and Dr. Warner's is the same. If you notice a sore that turns red or swells, go get it checked immediately. This infection spreads within hours. So there you go. The flesh-eating bacteria went in through his arm and, and ate them all up. And he was just, you know, playing with his pooch out there in the yard and, and chased his dog into a pond. I don't know what kind of games they were playing. Maybe <laughs> tag or something him and his dog but that's what happened so be careful out there you know standing walking around in standing water i don't know they, they look like the people that live around here you know what i mean you know what i mean now unfortunately good friends of mine got caught up in this facebook scam and, and actually i don't want to say they pulled me in but they called me for advice and what happened was I've, I've been seeing this a lot on a lot of different friends pages just out of nowhere it was weird so all of a sudden and i'll explain how the scam goes so the scam goes something like this you see a, a group of pictures of puppies usually bulldog puppies or french bulldog puppies and it says we had a litter something to the fact that we had a litter and uh, we can't have them all here rehoming fee you know dm me for rehoming fee and and you can come pick them up and what they do is they that sounds legit not really but what they're doing is they're going after or stealing someone else's profile that's already your friend so for example i'm just going to call you know shelly smith shelly smith's facebook pages gets hacked and then these pictures start posting up. Now, you're already friends with Shelly Smith on your Facebook. So you're like going, well, what's going on with Shelly Smith? Why is she selling these puppy dogs? Oh, that's great. I didn't know she had these puppy dogs. And then all of a sudden, Shelly Smith starts posting, hey, uh, I'm selling all my furniture and stuff. I'm kind of downsizing. And then like just a list of 45 pictures of all this different furniture and you know actual pictures and you're looking at it and like well yeah i think she had that or that's kind of weird that she had that and just weird random pictures but it's all from like an apartment or something like that so good friends of mine uh, i'll let, let their names be less mentioned they you know reached out to shelly smith and shelly smith instant message not really talking on the phone or anything instant message say yeah 200 dollars deposit cash at me and now you can come pick up one of the dogs this afternoon so i guess my friend did the whole cash app thing mistake number one <laughs> And then, you know, they're they're texting back and forth. And then in the process, the husband calls me up and says, hey, Deacon, how do you know Shelly uh, Smith? And I go, well, I knew her from school and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, she's always been a good person. And he goes, uh, yeah, did you see she was selling dogs and furniture? And I go, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. And he goes, well, we're getting ready to head over there right now. Uh, to pick up this dog, we just want to know what kind of person we're going to be dealing with. I said, for the most part, the Shelly Smith that I know is a straight up A student, you know, great credentials, but she's been quiet on Facebook for a long time. Now, a lot of people our age has stepped away from Facebook. That's no problem. I understand that. Uh, but all of a sudden, these posts start showing up. So he goes, well, we're heading over there right now. I said, you didn't give her any money, did you? And he's like, yeah, we did the $200 cash app deposit. And I go, oh, man, I, I, I said, I think they got you. I think they got you. And sure enough, he said, you know, we went up to the door 
and the garage door was closing on the place that she was supposed to be living, and they won't answer the door, they won't do anything, and so they're trying to call and get the money back, and they're trying to call Cash Up and say, hey, you know, and once you send the money, Cash Up does not care, does not give a shit, <laughs> you know, fools make the beds that they lay in, I hate to say that, but, you know, unfortunately, he was out 200 bucks, so if you see people selling these dogs, like this group photos of all these different puppies and stuff, just kind of ask yourself, you know what, I don't think this is real, uh, I and I see a lot of them out there. Believe me, they're either French bulldogs or regular English bulldog puppies or any kind of puppy at all. Just be careful. Make sure you do your background checks and do your due diligence and find out who's actually selling that and how closely do you know them or trust them. All right, guys, when we come back, uh, a bride was getting married to her groom-to-be, and the ex-boyfriend says, well, I'm going to give you a little gift, but it comes with a cost, and the cost is almost everyone's life. So I'll dive into that here in just one sec. Stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Right, I remember that. And a year or two prior to that, she said, I saw Travis at Home Depot. Yes. And he yes. has yeah. several things stapled into his face. I had what? Several things stapled into your face. Yes, I had uh, piercings. At the time, I was working for another radio station, and our sponsor was a tattoo piercing parlor, so I had to... All right, please make sure we're on the air with this. We are. We are actually on the air right with this. My name will not be displayed, correct? No, Candace, it will not. Carry on, my friend. 407 448-448-8800. Deacon Live now presents you Masters of Waves, all the way from India. This is their latest track called 12th of Goa. For more information, check them out over at ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard. Of course you want to be heard. Everyone wants to be heard, and we want to hear from you. And the way you can be part of the show at any time, go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio.com. Click on the very bottom of the page. It says Be Heard. There's a little blue bar down there. It opens up a microphone on your tablet, on your device, wherever you're listening to us at. Speak right into it. You can be anonymous if you'd like, and your voice can be heard right here on the air, and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. So we've been doing the show for a little over eight years now, so any of the questions you want to ask about past shows or future shows, feel free to ask, or if you just like to say, hey, I'd like to give a shout-out to my homeboys, you know, <laughs> Jersey City, yeah, right, or something like that, you can go right ahead and we'll play that here on the air as well. And while you're over there, you can get yourself something for free. A little section called Free Swag. Pick out what you like, and we'll send it out to you. Just to say thank you, it's not an email grab. It's not anything like that. Believe me, I got enough shit going on chasing chickens and chasing the neighbor kids out of the yard uh, with a stick to, to do anything with it. It's just a, a way of Profit Radio, who sponsors Deacon Live, to say thank you for listening to us. And uh, we'll send you out some magnets. We have some stickers and stuff for your car, your refrigerator, whatever you want to do. So fill that out as well while you're over there. That's ProfitRadio.com. Now, I spent <clears throat> I spent about 20 years 
repairs at Home Depot. I started in 94 and I, you know, started part-time, then went full-time and then part-time and then full-time. Home Depot's always kept me employed when I was doing other things that I was wanting to do professionally in my, in my career. You know, I worked for a couple radio stations in Florida, a couple AM stations, a couple FM stations, uh, and those stints were short, uh, but well-lived, if you know what I mean. And then, you know, if I had to go back, I could work, you know, one day here, one day there at Home Depot just to have some kind of stable income in between gigs. And Home Depot, they've changed over the years so many times. I mean, from 94 to 2004. Is that right? 2000, no, 2014. <laughs> Math is hard sometimes. Whatever 20 years from 94 is, that's basically when I left. Now, Home Depot has changed, like I said, over the years and stuff. Uh, people still bring in dogs. Uh, I never understood that, but each to his own. There are always these little snippy dogs and stuff. But unfortunately, you have to be careful because some of the dogs, they're not well behaved. A Home Depot customer was bitten in the face after a woman asked them to give the dog a treat. A customer in the Colorado Home Depot was bitten in the face by a dog while shopping, according to authorities. The customer was visiting the Home Depot in Evergreen when a dog's owner and trainer approached them, according to Jefferson, Colorado County Sheriff's Department. The dog owner asked the customer to give the dog a treat as part of its training, according to authorities. When the customer did, the dog bit the customer's face. <laughs> ah, is that part of the training? The dog owner and trainer left the building while the store employees were tending to the victim. Both women were recorded on the store's surveillance system and has been posted the images on social media media on the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office page. The dog owners were located that night. The customer suffered serious injuries and will need facial surgery, Jesus, because of the attack. The owner will be held accountable for restitution or in the event of enforcement by action, they will put the dog... No, they're not going to put the dog down. Sorry. For dog bites, the dog is quarantined at their home for 10 days to ensure the dog is not exhibiting any bad behavior such as rabies. So there you go. Be careful with those people that bring dogs in the store. Sometimes it's one of those, <sighs> I can't go anywhere without Fifi. <laughs> Give me a break. Leave Fifi in the car. You're better off. She's not biting anyone. Now, We've all seen gender reveals. We've seen, you know, the good, the bad. We've actually seen people die in, in gender reveals. We've seen them go horribly wrong. And if you want to see this video here, these three kids that are learning that they're getting another sibling. It's two boys, probably, you know, a year old, maybe two years old, and the girl's probably maybe two and a half. So every nine months, this mom, Angela Holm, H-O-L-M, is pumping out a kid. So I guess she's pumping out another kid here. And what she's done is she's give these kids a cupcake to eat to do a gender reveal. So let me switch cameras so we can all see it. We can all be friends. So here they are sitting on the couch and two boys and the girl. The girl's name's Vienna. I guess that's where they had her. You know, some people name the kids after where they... <laughs> Concepted them. Is it concepted? Conceived them. Sorry. Uh, or the concept of having a kid was conceived. Let's do it that way. So here they are. They're going to eat their cupcakes, and they're all sitting on the couch. So cute kids. Is everyone ready? Everyone ready? Yeah. Take a bite. Take a bite, everyone. into it. So the girl takes a bite. I mean, shows her face right into it. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't. Blue. <gasps> oh, blue. Blue. That's the girl. What does that mean? It's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> I wanted to be a girl. Yeah, no. <laughs> It's okay. I wanted to be pink. Like this. <laughs> so there she goes. She's pissed. She's going to get another boy in the house. She's like, I got enough problems with these two dingleberries over here. I'm going to have another boy in the house. Oh, well, at least she'll have a, another brother that will protect her or she can protect as well. Now over in police or over in India, the police couldn't protect this bride and groom from their ex-lover. 
In India, one day after their nuptials, April 1st, the newlywed groom was at his home with his family in Shadasgara Karabidha district in India, according to the Indian Express. Oh, God, that's a horrible name. The groom, identified as 25-year-old Hermandra Mawari, and his brother, 30-year-old Kajamarkar, nailed it, unwrapped a music system gifted by Hermandra and his wife at their wedding party. The groom, identified as 25-year-old Hermandra, and his brother, Raj Kumar, unwrapped a music system gifted to Hermandra and his wife at their wedding. After setting it up and turning it on, the device exploded. Both Hermandra and Kajamakar were killed by the blast. The police said that it was so violent it blew the roof off of the house and damaged the three walls. Jesus! Five other family members, including an 18-month-old child, was injured in the explosion as well. Hermindra's new bride, identified only as a 29-year-old woman, was at her parents' home at the time of the incident. After questioning Hermindra's wife and the other family members, the police narrowed down to an ex-lover of the bride as a prime suspect. Sarjur, sorry, Sarju Makam, these fucking names, man, 33, who worked as an auto mechanic, was located and detained at his job on April 3rd. Investigators found that Markam, who already was married with children, was very upset after the bride rejected his desire for her to come to be his second wife. You don't want to be, you want to share me? He became vengeful after she decided to marry Hermindra by way of an arranged marriage. The day before the nuptials, Markar called the bride-to-be and tried to convince her not to go through with it. Markarm then called Hermindra and threatened him. These altercations, Hermindra had to talk with his fiance, and the issue was settled. Following the phone calls, investigators mar- say that Markarm hatched his revenge plan. Police say Mark Harm had some experience in electrical repair work and had some knowledge of explosives after working at a stone crushing unit, which led him to create the wedding gift bomb. Before quitting his job at the stone crushing place around 2015, Mark Harm stole about 250 grams of ammonium nitrate, which police suspected he used to create the explosive device that killed Hermandra and his brother. In addition to the ammonium nitrate, Mark Harm utilizes a 1.5 kilograms of gunpowder that they've taken off from firecrackers, gas I don't know if I should be reading this. Gasoline and several other materials to rig the music system. So he said, you know, if I can't have you, no one will. Here's a musical system. They plugged it in, and I guess as soon as they inserted the plug, that ignited the spark, which blew the whole entire place up, blew the whole roof off. Come on. Do not, I hate to say it, stereotypical, this happened in India. And, you know, we've got a lot of uh, those people over there that like to wink, wink, blow things up. <laughs> so no way. I wouldn't. If I had a wedding, don't wrap any gifts. Don't do anything. Just just send them here. You plug it in. You open it up. That's what they make me do at the airport when I have my laptop. Open the laptop. Fire it up. All right. I'll fire it up. It works. All right. We're good to go. So there you go. All right, guys. When we come back. Have you ever heard of ear seeds? I guess it's a new way to help ba- lower back pain. I don't know. We're going to find out together, so stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Why don't you get us a couple more beers, Manuel? Instead of sitting up here talking shit like a bitch. I took you from your country. Did he want to be taken from Come his country? I took you from your... Excuse me? Did he want to be taken from his country? I don't know. I don't think so. Alright, well that's good. Way to go. Way to keep him prisoner here, locked up in our... He's not a prisoner. He's watching Netflix. No, he's watching Netflix. 
Big Pricks. Call 407. <laughs> big Pricks. 448-8800. That is awesome. I think I have to take a break right now because of my hormones. Are... Okay. <laughs> Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You want to see it? Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your can monitor you is it? like 50 inches. Right. I understand. It's huge. <laughs> it's a 90 it's ridiculous. Monitor. <laughs> I, I, your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought, ah! insane. <laughs> For, that's like a living room TV right there, to be honest with you. A lot of people do not have what you have right here. <laughs> right. Call 407-448-8800. Amy's breaking into the beer. And you can see all the visuals and stuff that we have going on on my computer screen, on my big monitor here. You can follow along with us as I read the articles. If there's any videos or anything that you need to look at, you can see that over at the YouTube channel as well. Make sure you subscribe and and like and all that stuff over there. I don't push the YouTube channel too much, so it'd be nice just get a little click. Don't ring the bell. I don't. You don't need to hear all that stuff. Just a little subscription. That'd be nice. And as you can see, my hair, I still haven't gotten a haircut, so I'm hiding everything underneath the hat. Well, today I've got a Universal Studios because I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. Universal Studios, was it a golf hat? What, a visor? I guess they call it a visor, so that's what I'm wearing today. So there you go. That's why I've got this on. And my wife actually had to buy new clippers for me. You know, normally you get the wall, W-H-A-L. No, I'm sorry, W-A-H-L, W-A-H-L clippers, and, you know, you can buy new blades for them, but no one around here, I guess, sells the new blades. Telling you, population 2,500 people. (laughs) I probably have the only hair clippers in in the area. So, anyways, that's what I'm looking like right here. So, I am, we're all getting older. We're all getting older, we're all getting slower, um... But we're all getting older and we're all trying to find that youth of that fountain of youth for everyone, you know, to, to live longer. Do you want to live longer? Why do you want to live longer? You're just pushing off the inevitable, right? Oh, I've got so much more stuff to do. Well, we all do. You know, you want to live longer, you're still not going to get. I'm, you know, I told myself this is the year that I get in shape. We're already uh, two weeks into April. I still haven't done anything. I still haven't gotten back on the bike yet. Now, granted, the weather here hasn't been the ideal situation, uh, and I've been dealing with back issues and just doing normal work here on the property kind of kind of bothers me. But right now, what they're saying is there is one serious downside to extending life, lifespans, according to experts. Saul Altman the chief executive of OpenAI recently invested $180 million in retrobiosciences, a company seeking to extend human lifespan by 10 years. One way it plans on achieving this goal is rejuvenating blood. This idea is based on studies that found that old mice show significant signs of reverse aging when giving blood from young mice. Now, with this article that I'm reading, keep in mind, you know, there's this whole conspiracy that politicians and the elite Illuminati are eating the blood and, you know, of babies and young children. When you read this article, you're like, going, well, maybe they got something going on there. Not that it's happening. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get a knock on the door tomorrow and I'll be gone with a black bag over my head. Altman isn't the only Silicon Valley entrepreneur supporting life extension efforts. PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel or Thiel, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and Google co-founder Larry Page have poured millions into the projects that could profoundly affect how we live our lives. First question is raised, is it scientific? Could these technologies actually work? On the front, the jury is still out, but on the grounds of both optimism and skepticism, skepticism, you know what I'm saying? The second question is, is just as important. Even if the lifespan extends a feasible amount, 
would this be ethical? We ex- we explain why some common ethical arguments against lifespan extension aren't as solid as they might seem. To put forth another effort is somewhat overlooked explaining why trying to live forever might not be worth it. One fact that goes around is if you live forever, would you ever fall in love? You know, if you live forever, would you bother doing anything? You know, there, there's a, there's some kind of achievement that you have to make in your life that you need to get done by. A, there's a, basically a deadline. Pardon the pun, but there's a deadline. You want to achieve all this stuff in your life and, and leave. But if you live forever, I don't know. So is it worth it if you still die anyways? One might argue that the lifespan extension merely pushes back the inevitable, like I said. However, the problem is viewed that any life saved would be only saved temporarily. The lifespan extension of 10 years is akin to saving a drowning swimmer, only for them to die in a traffic accident 10 years later. Although we might be sad about the eventual death, we might still be glad that we saved them. Same is true with conventional medicine. If a doctor cures pneumonia, I would eventually die of something else. But that doesn't mean that the doctor or I will regret me being saved. So there's an ethical question there. I mean, what do you think? I'd like to hear from you. Do you think, you know, adding 10 years to your life, granted, you know, you got, you got the perfect epitome of health and you're supposed to die at 85. Do you want to last till 95? Yeah, as long as I'm not crapping my pants and I'm capable of moving around. Some people... You know, that live to be 102, they're literally just sitting there going, kill me, somebody kill me. Oh, I thought this was the day. We see that all the time. But I don't know. It, it's a, is it ethical? I think extending your life past what you sh- normally should, just let it go, man. Because, you know, what about the kids that, you know, that die at six and seven years old? We can't save them. We can't add another 10 years to their life because there's, there's some kind of deformity or some kind of disease that they're battling with. I mean... 10 years on what life? I guess that's what it would be. You're adding 10 years to whose life? Well, I'd like to hear from you guys on that one. So uh, the way you do that is to go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio.com. At the bottom of the page, it says be heard. Click on that, and we'd like to hear from you as far as what's your uh, opinion about extending a life out for another 10 years. Now, I was telling you, you know, we're all getting older, and I got back pains galore, you know, my trials and tribulations as far as um, I, I bought a uh, – my wife bought me one of those electrode things that kind of zaps your back. You know, it only lasts for like 15 minutes, zap, 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 zap. And it works for the most part. It does. I got a degenerated disc. There's no fixing it with surgery. It's either mild to moderate physical activity followed by <laughs> an amount of relaxing and anti-inflammatories. That's the only way I can deal with it. There's no surgery that's going to happen right now. They don't recommend surgery. It's not that bad, but it's bad enough to put me on my ass for a little bit. Now, social media in this article says that they made me try something called ear seeds for my lower back pain. Studies of 2,000-year-old treatment suggest that Ear seeding may reduce pain's intensity and improve daily function and lower the use of pain medicines like opioids. Ears are impressive. They allow us to hear, keep our balance, and regulate air pressure and changes on a plane. They contain the smallest bones of the body and are self-cleaning. Ears also have more than 200 pressure points each. In traditional medicine, pressure points are the areas of the body connected to other parts of the body via uh, organs and nerves and blood vessels, which is called the microsystem. The entire body is thought to have over 2,000 of them. If stimulated properly, for example, acupuncture needle, which I've had done before, or direct pressure on these acupuncture or these acupoints may relieve pain and discomfort from just about any ailment that you can think of. According to Chinese medicine, practitioners and a growing number of doctors who practice Western medicine. So when my TikToker page came up about videos about acupuncture technique or an acupressure technique called ear seeding, we had to dive in to find out what was going on. So what they're saying is ear seeding is more than a 2,000-year-old's practice of sticking seeds from the Vakarsa 
I'm sorry, the Vacario. I had this before. The Vasari the Vasaria plant. Vacario. Into specific points on the inside and outside of your ear. Sorry. Today, most practitioners use tiny metal beads attached to adhesive stickers. The Chinese medicine treatment, formerly known as auricular acupressure, is basically acupuncture without the needles. A plus since people can do the treatment at home. It's based on a meridian or channel system in the body that is like an energetic highway. Some cultures believe that the vital life force flowing through these channels, known as qi is responsible for functioning of your emotional or physical well-being. While you might be dismissed that this is just another wellness trend, studies suggest that ear seating may decrease pain intensity, improve daily function, and reduce the use of pain medications like opioids or anything there like it, inflammatories and stuff. Various conditions like cancer-related fatigue, knee problems, anxiety, insomnia, nausea, constipation, chronic headache, brain injuries, and more. Acupuncture in the ear, which focuses on the same points as acupressure, can be found to trigger and trigger changes in the brain's activity, providing evidence for the body, ear, brain, somatopical connection. According to at least two small studies that uses functional magnetic resonating imaging. So there you go. Putting magnets and seeds and they're, they're stickers in their ears to help with the thing i'm gonna have to read a little bit more on that but it, it looks interesting hey man anything that helped me relieve some back pain and back pressure and all that stuff because i was out uh, working in the yard the other day and i was doing fine i was watching myself my wife's like don't push it don't push it don't push it and you know i'm ripping up plants with the tractor and moving things around and i stepped because i thought the ground was level at one certain place where i was digging and I stepped too far. Like you ever look for that top step or you think there's one more step at the bottom of the staircase and you just go. And my knee bone went into my hip bone, my hip bone threw into my backbone and my whole body just like jarred. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done. Done. <laughs> See you later. I'm going in the house, babe. Grab a cold one on the way up. All right. That, there you go. All right, guys, stick around. When we come back a couple more segments and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Yeah. Why you calling at 1130 when you only Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You were the first kid on the block to have goddamn internet access. Um, I remember your um, your Commodore. Um, it was like a one twenty eight or something. Yeah, it's trying to fit in in um, a world that does not accommodate them. That's good. <laughs> what? Hold on, no. Yeah. yeah. Texas Live. It's awesome. The interweb. Call four zero seven. Very good. Four four eight 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 zero zero. You were, it was an anomaly. You're listening to This is Between Me and that Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. That filthy cheap slut. I see a better day. I see a better day for you. For you and me. I see a better day. Everything is gonna change for you and me. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. We'll give you something for free, but you gotta do me a favor. You gotta go on over to Profit Radio, proud sponsor of Deacon Live. Go over to Profit Radio, that's P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio.com. Click on the free swag section. Pick out what you want. It's not an email grab, believe me. I got enough shit going on here with back pains and moving plants and finding my chickens and all the other stuff I got going here on the property. It's a one-man show up here. I don't have enough time to sit there and capture your email or anything like that. I just want to know if I have any problems where to send the, the actual stickers to if they, they come back here in the mail. So fill that out there and we'll send out some some free swag just to say thank you from Profit Radio. Now, we've been told time and time again 
that shooting a laser beam, you're like, oh, laser beam like this one right here that I have? Let's see. We'll put it on the camera here so I can see it. So here's a laser beam that I got. And they're saying, is it going to? Is it going? Oh, I don't want to damage my lens, <laughs> but I got a little pen light here. But what's happening is idiots are still shining laser pointers at planes just to see if they could hit them. How far? Look how far my laser goes. Yeah, it's a laser. It's a high density light. Yeah, I forget what it's called. High volume density. No, high density intense something. I forget what it actually stands for. But yeah, so here's a laser and people are doing it. Now, there's other lasers that are out there when you're hunting and you shoot an animal. They have like green lasers and all this so you can find the blood from the deer or whatever you're hunting for or hunting with. But people, idiots, are still shining them at helicopters. So a man in Minnesota is sentenced to two years in prison for shining a laser at a Delta airline jet, and they found out where he was. Here's an article from CBS saying why you should not do it as if we need this. So let me change cameras here so we can all see it. Shining a laser, I mean, what is, I mean, outside to see how far it actually goes. And you're like, well, what does it do to the plane? Well, it actually bounces around inside the, the plane or helicopter or whatever you're shining it at, and it actually blinds them. It's no different than shining a laser or flashlight in your eye here. So here we go with this article from CBS Morning. New numbers from the FAA show incidents of people hitting aircrafts with these blinding lights are on pace for a new record. The number of reported strikes jumped by 41% last year, prompting an FAA alert and a plea for people to stop aiming handheld laser pointers at planes. Pilots tell Chris Van Cleve it can literally be a matter of life. Life and death. We just got hit with a laser. Flying low over Palmetto, Florida, Manatee Sheriff's <laughs> Leave it to Florida, right? Lit up by a blinding bright green laser aimed at the crew from the ground. All you see is green, so it's, it's very disorientating. Deputy Ben Seahorn was at the controls. It's almost like a disco ball. Once the, the laser itself hits the cockpit, it bounces everywhere and it's very blinding. Yep. Oh, there it is, okay. Right from the river. Laser strikes on aircraft are soaring, up 41% last year to more than 9,700. That's more than one an hour. Southwest 4465, use caution, just had an unauthorized laser illumination event. California, Texas, and Florida lead the nation in incidents. Woohoo! 47 pilots reported injuries from the strikes last year. The lasers can cause temporary blindness and, in some cases, lasting eye injuries, and they often occur just as pilots are about to land. So here's a question that I have. If you've got like a rave show like an edm type thing going on and they do the lasers and the smoke and stuff do they have to is there some kind of regulation like hey don't you can't have them near an airport or any kind of landing facility or how far do they shoot up i mean what if you're flying over a rave you're like yeah look at that rave oh shit i'm blind yeah i'm crash you know that type deal (laughs) so and departure delta 1037 go ahead sir yeah, we got a laser uh, that was pointed at us when we were in the turn. In Seattle, the FBI is now offering a $10,000 reward after a dramatic increase in laser incidents. Pilots reported more than 100 strikes since January. 28 occurred in just three days while airliners were taking off or landing. Jesus. You absolutely have to be able to see to land the aircraft. It happened to Captain Laura Einsettler as she was landing at LAX. I was flying as the captain. The first officer exclaimed, ah, and said laser as the entire cockpit had lit up bright green. The FAA thinks part of the reason these strikes are surging the way they are is the laser pointers are powerful and cheap. We ordered this one online for about... Ah, I'm blind! Pilots are trained (laughs) to look away from the lasers if they see a strike coming. And last year, Washington State Patrol pilots were first in the nation to test new protective glasses developed by the Air Force Research Lab aimed at 
filtering out the laser light to reduce the impact of these strikes. Blue blockers. Remember those? While the number of incidents continues to climb, arrests <clears throat> are rare. They're directly at the duplex. But Watch One was able to hone in on the guy with the laser, directing officers to a 17-year-old who is now facing felony charges and the potential of thousands in fines from the FAA. It's not worth it. You're going to have a bad day if you get caught. A warning from police that a beam of light could have you headed to jail in a flash. <laughs> in a flash. Get it what he did there? Jesus Christ. But still, I mean, how dumb are we as humans? You know, hey, you got a plane up there with 160 some odd passengers and flight and crew and everything. You want to take the risk of that plane going down because the guy can't see or the, the lady can't see as in the case of the female Laura, the captain of the, uh, the one plane there? Jesus. So be careful out there. Another thing you need to be careful about is car thieves have come up with yet another way to steal your car. This one is rather creative. So we'll refer to this as headlight hacking. But the Dr. Ken Tyndall of Canis Automotive Lab describes this extensive and technology blog post is a bit more complicated than that. The method of this being stolen, of your car being stolen, is the car's headlight module. But the only reason thieves have chosen this point of entry is because it offers the easiest way to hook up to the vehicle's CAN system, or C-A-N, bus system. For those unfamiliar with the CAN bus system, the vehicle has a method by which the numerous of ECUs throughout the modern vehicle communicate with each other. Thieves are using the central nervous system to their advantage by executing an attack referring to as CAN injection. Someone has developed a tool disguised as a JBL Bluetooth speaker and sold on the dark web that when wired into the vehicle's controls, CAN bus, can impersonate the vehicle's key fob. The vehicle used, as an example, is a current-generation Toyota RAV4, but it's vital note that this vulnerability is not specific with any particular OEM or model. This is an industry-wide problem at the moment. Thieves are pulling the bumpers and trim pieces away from the vehicle, which allows them to access the CAN bus near the headlight connector. Much of the vehicle's CAN bus systems will be found hidden deep inside the car, but since modern headlights are, are so smart these days, they require their own ECUs, which means they are going to be wired into the whole car's CAN bus system. Once the thieves find the correct wires and tap into it, the thief device does the work for them. They simply hit the play button on the fake JBL speaker injection tool, and this program is to instruct the door to unlock as though you had an actual key in your hand. You turn the vehicle on in similar fashion, and the thief can simply drive away without even coming in contact with the vehicle's actual key fob. So what can car owners do? I don't know. What are, what are they going to do? This is this article is published isn't the great defense against that sort of theft. On the good news front, a thief trying to steal a car this way will need to do some real work to get at it. Ripping off body panels takes time, and so does wiring into the car system. Basically, the thief would have to be uninterrupted access to your vehicle in a private area to make it work. Uh, they suggest that fixes for the problem are possible. So even though, I mean, the thing that they had on TikTok, what was they, they were stealing like the Kia whatever cars by just putting a USB in the in the port somewhere. I don't know. There's a TikTok video on there. <laughs> Look it up, kids. Put your laser pointers down and steal some cars. No, but they put a USB thing in a thing with the thing and it, and the, it just starts right up. So if you want to actually steal these cars, you're going to have to rip off a bumper. It just seems like a lot of work. Break a window, get in there, 
and then you can just have someone replace the window. That's what a tr- real thief would do. Enough of this high-tech trying to steal stuff. Now, if you really want to do high-tech steal stuff, do the whole thing with a laptop or a tablet. When anyone uses their key fob near the car, you steal that signal. Boom, you've already got the, the number or whatever the digit is to get into the side of the car. I don't know. Seems like a lot of work to steal a car. Just go out and buy one. Get a real job. All right, guys, stick around. we come back one more little segment, and we'll let you get back to doing what you got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a grown ass man. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. How about a used car? Used car. Used car, like from uh, like uh, Jethro's used car lot? What are you buying from? We're, uh, we're going to go CarMax legit because my credit is the shit. I'm going to put it that way. So you bought a car from oh, CarMax? Any, any car you want a lot, Mr. Howell, it's yours. Because I ran my credit first. Right. Anything you want a lot. Anything. Anything. Right. Just take your pick. And, what'd you, right. and, what, and hold on. What did Mr. Howell pick out? <laughs> well, let me walk to the back of the car to refresh <laughs> my memory. Call 407 448 Amy's breaking into the beer. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video over on the YouTube channel. And go over there and subscribe and like and do all that stuff that all the social uh, influence they do. Uh, we just want to share all the experiences and stuff that we have here in the studios. And anytime we play a video, like the videos we played in the past article, uh, videos or any kind of visual devices that we have here in the studio, you can see those in real time as um, we are talking about them here on the air. And just a little keynote for you, the video portion of the podcast is raw. There's no editing or anything like that. Uh, what you see is what you get. So you can see all my mistakes and stuff behind the scenes and me yelling and screaming and uh, coughing and cussing and making fun of myself because I can't pronounce a word. You see all that stuff over there on the video. So it's an enjoyment watch in itself, and you can laugh at me being a fool laughing at myself. Now, as you guys know, my dad's uh, had to move in. No, I say had to. Has moved into our house. Uh, my mom passed away uh, a year and a half ago, a little over a year and a half or a little under a year and a half ago. And my dad was on his own. So I said, you know, dad, you can live with us. No problem. So he's got little small duties that he, he's in charge of. He's taken upon himself to do this. And one of the things that he does is he makes coffee in the morning. He's a coffee drinker. Before he moved in, we might make coffee in the morning. Sometimes we don't. Uh, but since my wife works from home, she appreciates having coffee in the morning already made. Me, I could take it or leave it sometimes. I don't know if it's too strong for me or I'm just a pussy. <laughs> and I, I have a cup and I'm already like, oh my God, I got to eat something. My stomach is eating itself. But he makes coffee in the morning. Now, if you drink coffee in the morning, sometimes you have that like coffee breath and, you know, you 
brush some people brush their teeth right away. Well, studies have shown that you should not brush your teeth right away after drinking a cup of coffee. You probably have been told some version in a scenario before waking up on a lazy Sunday that enjoying your coffee before getting your day ready or gulping down the first cup first thing in the morning to wake yourself up during the week. These kind of mornings I usually wait, this is an article right here, until I've finished my coffee before I brush my teeth for the obvious reason, to avoid coffee breath. However, it isn't a great idea. Vera Tang, DDS, a clinical assistant professor at NYU College of Dentistry, tells Self Magazine, don't do this because the reason is coffee is an acidic. It can take a half hour or so for your saliva proteins to break down the acid in your mouth. If you brush your teeth right away after having coffee, you're pushing the acid into the pores of your teeth. Yes, that's in fact, your teeth do have pores. That's why sometimes you get that that brown stain on your teeth and people just don't brush your teeth at all. Some slightly better news for people who add a lot of milk to their tea or to their coffee, it reduces the acidity level, so that helps as well. Even so, she recommends swishing some water around in your mouth after getting your morning caffeine jolt, which helps rinse away the acid, and by waiting a full 30 minutes before brushing, even for those who drink more milk than coffee. <clears throat> I guess I guess. You don't need to worry about this if you prefer to brush your teeth or eat or drink before anything in the morning. While we're on the subject, you shouldn't necessarily worry about how long it takes for you to finish your morning coffee, regardless of what you may have seen recently. On social media, Julie Cho, a DMD dentist at New York City, tells Self Magazine as well, despite claims of prolonged acidic exposure from coffee can be harmful. Chances of this, if you're drinking coffee like you normally would, you're probably fine. Even though you're sipping your coffee for hours, you're intermittently swallowing, closing your lips around your teeth, meaning that the natural saliva and the constant cleansing of your teeth. You would need to swish coffee continuously for a long period of time for the acid to be detrimental. While the coffee itself may not have significant damage and usually nurse nurse a thermos for hours as long as you're not brushing immediately after drinking. This habit can be harmful to people who like sugar with their coffee. When sipping all day long, the sugar content is a bigger issue in the acidity. Sugar can lead to tooth decay and cavities. We know all this stuff. It's best to consume it all at once, within 5 or 10 minutes rather than throughout the course of the day, since consuming sugary slowly, consistently can bring significant damage to your teeth than one quick exposure. The bottom line is... Making a few tweaks to your schedule by finishing any sugary drinks fast and waiting to brush your teeth after drinking coffee can go a long way to protect your smile. All right, well, so there you go. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I don't brush. I have a, hold on, <laughs> let me rephrase all these statements. Let me gather my thoughts before I say these statements. So I'll have coffee in the morning. I'll have a big 20-ounce cup, make it here in the house. And I'll sit on the front porch and, you know, scroll through the social feeds and stuff and do just some research for the podcast and everything. And then um, I'll go inside and then I'll have breakfast. And then after breakfast, I'll start my water intake routine. And then from there, once I get my water, I will brush my teeth usually right before lunch. So I go from waking up 730 to probably almost about 11 o'clock before I brush my teeth. So I've already consumed a cup and a half or, you know, 20 ounce cup plus a half breakfast. Uh, at least 28 fluid ounces of water, and then I brush my teeth. I, is that good? Is that? Is, I'm hoping I'm good. You know, I had a lot of had a lot of veneers and stuff done on these pearly whites here, so let's make sure we take care of them. That reminds me, I have to schedule my uh, cleaning for this quarter. I haven't done that lately. Now, Wendy's, the hamburger joint, 
if they've done one thing right, they've done their social media correctly. They do not care. I don't know if you've seen the the whole where Wendy's roast, like on Twitter, they roast them. Uh, I went to Burger King and I went to Wendy's and Wendy's would respond with something. I mean, just completely vile. You wouldn't think a family restaurant would be not vile, but just kind of like, like a light slap, like a wet-handed slap, you know? <laughs> Stop it. You're an idiot. Calling out the obvious. So right now, today, I believe, is National Roast Day. Like, roast me. Like, make fun of me. And Wendy's getting on board. So let me switch screens here so you can see what they're actually talking about over on TikTok. So here we go. This is Wendy's telling you to have them roast you. Hello? 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 Hey, you asked. I'm delivering. It's finally roast day, baby! So it's a CGI of a, a girl that looks like Wendy's in the Wendy's circle, the logo. She's got the red hair and the ponytails with the blue ribbons on it. So and here now go. that we're doing this on TikTok, it's going to be a little different, so... Listen up! If you want to be roasted, make a video of yourself using the hashtag National Roast Day. If I don't respond to you, well then, mm, you probably didn't do a good enough job. Take some accountability, Okay. It builds character. You can also comment on this video, and I might get to you if I have time. But come on, let's be honest. It's just you and me here. That's not as fun. Okay, uh, yep, I talked about that and that and that. That's everything. Now pass the salt, and let's get cooking. Gosh, he's a little sassy. National Roast Day. Have Wendy's roast you on something. So she's gotten a little sassy out there. A little big for her britches, I guess. You know, maybe she's that 11-year-old boy running around moving my chickens around and getting a little sassy with the neighbor. I know more now. But you would think that Wendy's was this wholesome place. No, she's a little cutting edge. So there you go. You can have Wendy's restaurant roast you uh, on TikTok. So make sure you do that as well. All right, guys, on that note, uh, we're going to let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube and all our social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio. Proud sponsors of Deacon Live. That's Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio.com. Make sure you click over there. There's like four different podcasts that I'm involved in with a whole bunch of other different people. And I want you guys to enjoy those as well. The way you find that is go to ProfitRadio.com. All right, guys, on that note, we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight. Good night. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.